Psalm 130, verses 1 through 4. Out of the depths I cry to you, O Lord. O Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to my cry for mercy. If you, O Lord, kept a record of sins, O Lord, who could stand? But with you there is forgiveness. Therefore you are feared. If you ever wanted to know how the Old Testament really uh, is setting a firm foundation what comes with the coming of Jesus Christ, this psalm may be a good aspect of that. Mm-hmm. It's really mm-hmm. telling the, in, I mean, obviously, I, I think this is a Davidic um, psalm, but I'm not sure. Psalm. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, it does reflect David's life. And particularly as he matures and, and uh, both in when he's kind of founding uh, Jerusalem and then after the Bathsheba episode, there's a tremendous amount of conflict. But you have to say that David is, is even David, who is, is describing sin here as, as a problem in his own existence, uh, he was an amazing leader. Uh, you know, he would be uh, Abraham Lincoln or, you know, uh, hmm. Franklin Roosevelt or uh, Ronald Reagan. I mean, these these epic figures who come along and take the mantles and, and, and fight amazing wars and conflicts, but they prevail, they prevail. And, and that's David, but it's, it's the forgiveness of sins, the, the very nature of God. This yeah. is all Genesis. And. I was going to say in another case, and this is what I forgot to say, is let the Bible teach the Bible. It is so mm-hmm. important. Now, what does that mean, though? I mean, if you don't know the Old Testament, you are shortchanging mm-hmm. yourself in the New Testament, mm-hmm. if that's your standalone situation. It's good to take the time and effort at least to get the highlights out of the Old Testament as the foundation for everything that comes with the birth of Jesus Christ. I think that's exactly right. And as you said at the beginning, this psalm really does point to the promise of the New Testament. If you, O Lord, kept a record of sins, O Lord, who could stand? I'm reminded as well of Jeremiah 31, verse 34, you know, which promises the new covenant that's coming. And one of the things God promises, he says, I will remember their sin no more. In other words, I won't keep that record of sins. And then in 1 Corinthians 13, that famous love chapter that's read at weddings, where it says, love keeps no record of wrongs. That is just such an awesome promise fulfilled in Christ. Why why can... Scripture be so clear that it's not that God's not going to keep a record of wrongs, a record of our sins. There's not like a book he's holding somewhere in a drawer that holds all of our sins against us. Why can he fulfill that promise? Because Jesus took all those records, all the, the evidence for all of our sins upon himself on the cross. They've been paid for, they've been dealt with. So therefore, love keeps no Jesus, God keeps no record of our wrongs. We get to live in the freedom as if we hadn't sinned which is just so astonishing when he views us on judgment day, he sees the record of Christ, not the record of our sins. Well, I hope you, if you've never used that illustration in the sermon, I highly Mm -hmm. recommend Mm -hmm. you do it not just once, but every Sunday. (laughs) 
You got uh, it. That is wonderful. Uh, I think that that's one of the clearest explanation of mm. you know the the purpose or the the existence of the cross and what it means to mm-hmm. each one of yeah. us who know our own yeah. hearts. We know what we've done. Mm-hmm. You know, it takes a pretty callow person to unremember the things that they uh, count against them mm. in the book of life, mm-hmm. you know, right? Uh, and you've just described how it really works. Mm-hmm. And that is a book. Um, I know I'm a publisher. Yeah. And I probably wouldn't be publishing that book. <laughs> that's a book because that is a sermon. That's a teaching. And it's just mm. beautifully done. And I, I, I marvel at uh, how well-constructed that illustration or metaphor, however you want to put it. It's, but anybody can get that. Totally. Yeah. Well, that's the beauty and the simplicity and the clarity of the gospel. It's like when you hear it, it's like a bell being a clear sound of a bell being rung and you go, ah, yes, that's the good news. 